0: Some chummer out there.
1: Oh man, I love the slang in all those fucking books. It's so dot goddamn dorky.
0: Yeah. Oh, so I actually read. Uh, I like cyberpunk so much. I read a uh, a Shadowrun novel. Really? It was called Black Madonna. Yeah. It was. Uh. Uh, it was very much a ripoff of uh, William Gibson because there was like yeah. an AI uh, who was like trying to escape their evil master and mm-hmm. offer. Yeah, I, I I forget the the plot it was I, a, I still can't ago, believe but... they
1: haven't made made a neuromancer movie yet like I, I like it's
2: they've tried they've know, tried it's... a lot but I, I think the problem is that William Gibson just doesn't translate very well yeah because people have tra- oh, te- yeah. I mean they've they've I mean beyond Johnny mnemonic and there, there's like two or three other ones they've made of his works and like they're like they're not good like they're right. really well, not there, that it's... great
0: the dialogue doesn't work like i mm. listened to neuromancer on audiobook and mm-hmm. it just sounds so weird because because he has his own like future dialect like not just slang but a dialect which i don't know it's there's also a it's really on the page
1: there's also an interesting in gibson he point he point in like the one of the anniversary editions of neuromancer he points out that he's like the biggest thing that he couldn't like that he could have easily predicted and didn't with cell phones. And so, like, he's kind of like says, so he's like, a lot of my stories, like, you have to, at the beginning of them, go, oh, yeah, there's no like a uh, cell phone, cellular communication. We didn't, he's like, I just didn't think of that. Yeah. And so, it's like I, a lot of the stories do, like, again, like everything falls apart when you throw in cell phones, but his most of all.
0: Yeah. And everyone's jacking in, jacking into the mm-hmm. matrix.
1: Yeah. You don't need that when you got a cell phone. You just, stick yeah. up Your butt.
2: Yeah. I'm looking here. He, yeah. I mean, really, I think it really only, it's like there's Johnny Mnemonic and there's like one or two other ones, but a lot of his other stuff have, they start, it's just been stuck in development hell.
0: Yeah. And Johnny Mnemonic like notoriously has really clunky dialogue. Yeah. And. I I, need a computer. I need a computer. (laughs) Yeah. I, I heard that William Gibson supposedly wrote the original screenplay and then they like edited it and he disavowed it and claimed that he had nothing to do with it. But it was like, mm, this dialogue sounds like William Gibson dialogue. Right,
2: Ice-T is a perfect actor for any, any kind of William Gibson dialogue, <sighs> isn't, isn't,
1: man. It, and and Henry Rollins is in that one too, isn't he?
2: Dude, Henry Rollins rules in that, but he, he rules in most everything he's in when he's just a side character. He just, he's like a chameleon. He just works, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. He's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah
2: all right y'all it's time for y'all to record this on your vhs off the internet
0: (laughs) yeah that was a that was a weird way to it was like he was sending out the covid vaccine on (laughs) public tv and you had to record it with a vhs in order to i don't know i don't know what you do with that data like you feed it into a computer (laughs) uh, it can it can read through the graininess and
1: right it's not Uh, not
0: degraded at all just yeah, I'm remembering a little more about that Shadowrun book I mentioned. So it was more like a mix of William Gibson and Dan Brown, because oh, I God. think I think the reveal is that this there's this elf, an immortal elf, who created this virus that could destroy any computer system, and I think it turns out to be Leonardo da Vinci. Like he's actually an elf, and he's still alive. And he created this master <laughs> virus because he wanted to send everything back to the Middle Ages because technology had gone too far or something. Yeah, it's very Dan Brown. Oh man! That- yeah, look at that cover. Oh yeah, it's it like an elf ghost or something in the back swooping in.
2: But yeah, I I think we all agree, though, is that like clearly his style and his stuff like it it just ended up like other people were like, oh, I want to make my own take on it's kind of like, oh, I started this. But then other people just took it and made William Gibson fan fiction, but made it better, frankly. I
1: think I think, too, it's like people like like the cyberpunk, you think you automatically want to go to be a big like special effects over the top action adventure. And it's like like Blade Runner is kind of like the best example of a good cyberpunk movie. And it's subdued, you know, there is action set pieces in it, but like Cyberpunk is kind of something that lends itself mostly to being more subdued stuff. And like they all o- and like we're like, you know, Hollywood's not good at that, you know, and like yeah. you're, you're like we're gonna have robots and technology and computers, but it's gonna be sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nah we're not making that movie, kid.
0: <laughs> So here, yeah, here's one thing I'm realizing about a lot of these cyberpunk movies, especially Johnny Mnemonic. Whenever characters have to go into cyberspace, you know, you have like a 3D representation of your, yourself, your body. It always looks like shit. Like obviously it's going to, but they treat it like, it's, like, it, like it doesn't look like shit and that's yeah, a problem. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll, like, look at their hands and stuff at some point, like, whoa. Like, they've
1: never seen their own fucking actual hands and yeah. the amazing circulature and skeletons. and
0: <laughs> Yeah. So, like, if they just acknowledged that it looked like shit within the universe of the movie, like, it would be fine. It would work better. Yeah.
1: Well, Lawnmower
0: Man 2. <laughs> uh, Lawnmower Man 2
2: fucking rules. It's and it so also weird. does not rule at the same time. That That is one where I... Uh, I thought it was a joke. I was mm-hmm. like, "They didn't make a sequel to it," and I rented it from like the River Valley Video Store, <laughs> and, and I was just like, "When is this gonna get good?" And then I, about, I like it doesn't. <laughs> well, dude, and it's one of those things where like I wrote. Uh, this is back when I lived with my my mom and this house that wasn't that far from that video store. So, I rented that movie, and I was like, "What?" This isn't that, like, wait, I thought the first movie ruled. So I rode my bike down there and I got the first Lawnmower Man. I returned it and I'm like, I want to get the first one. And this dude at the video store was like, great. Just like, <laughs> he yeah. like, it was like, these movies are not good. And I rewatched the first one, which for some, I mean, again, I was like 13 and I had already seen the first Lawnmower Man like on TV at my dad's when he had like, you know, passed out and I just changed the channel kind of thing. <laughs> right. I, I, I can't believe that like Pierce Brosnan is in the first Lawnmower man.
1: It's funny to make, it's like, it's terrible now, mm-hmm. but when you're the first one, you get like, I remember like, I think I went to the theater and saw that with my dad maybe, or I don't know. I and mean, maybe not. Cause I came remember I think it came in 91. So I was like, I might've been in Oregon at that time. So, but I just remember like people actually like around me being into that movie. Like not just my dad liking it, but then like, dude, that movie was a trip, man. I love movies like that where we like, there's like the tech, like the technology and the stereo comes to life and kills you, you know? Like, so it's like it's a piece of shit now. So did he like love
0: Maximum Overdrive? My dad? Yeah.
1: No, no, he didn't like that one. He <laughs> liked uh, he liked Lawnmower Man. Um, he like what else did he like? He liked Lawnmower Man a lot. Definitely into The Matrix. Anything where your mind was like escaping somewhere, he was like 100 into that. <laughs> <laughs> i remember lawnmower man when it when people were like wait a minute i think this movie's a piece of shit and then everyone was like are you sure and then it went through like a five-year like briefing pit phase when then everyone was like no this movie fucking sucks and then we all went back and checked it out and it does
0: yeah
2: i mean i, I still i still laughed at uh you know we talked about red dead earlier how like Rockstar did the special effects for lawnmower man yeah that's right which is i mean again it's like what like 95 or early 90s Ninth, when they made that think, it's, yeah it's like I
0: think it's earlier, yeah. Ninety-two, 92
1: ninety-three. Super <sighs> Nintendo video. The game is uh, weird. Also, it's like they they got like you could tell that they were like someone described the plot of a movie to them over the phone, and they only had like cocktail napkins to write it down. So they just make a game that has nothing to do with the movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I feel like all of those movies that had tie-in video games sucked, or all the mm-hmm. all the games sucked. So like the Terminator games sucked. Robocop. The RoboCop yeah. games are not good. Like you would love to play a good RoboCop game, but
1: yeah, yeah, the RoboCop versus Terminator is okay as a as just as a platform, like side scroller kind of mm-hmm. deal. But none of them are as no game. None of them as cool as the concept of being either a, a Terminator or RoboCop.
0: But that one didn't come out. Did that one come out like around the time that a movie came out, or was it no, completely separate? No, but
1: it, no, it was like after like, yeah. well after Terminator Two and probably after robocop 3 but it was still on super nintendo and sega so that era yeah
0: yeah because i think with those they they have a little more breathing room they're not like trying to hit a schedule and like release a game around the time the movie comes out yeah so they can actually make a good game but the ones that come out tied in with the movies almost always suck
1: there was a brown stoker's dracula video game that is that is terrible like Mm -hmm. it looks like a pile of bay shit on top of another pile of bay shit um (laughs) stargate was okay but it's just like a side scrolling shooter game it's not really anything special
2: you know which one was really bad was the demolition man game
1: oh yeah it was like a it would jump from being like side scroller to overhead to like a i think it was even like maybe a first person mode in it yeah it got like
2: doom doom like but i think was wasn't it like real yeah it, it kind of got like uh like area 51 like where it's like Mm-hmm. Like it was clearly something they like, they like did a video capture, but then they converted it to.
1: Oh, yeah, that was that was the one that was for like a CDI or whatever, like the uh, Sega Saturn and all that shit. The uh, Jurassic Park game for Super Nintendo was terrible. Fucking hard. Oh, yeah, it's hard.
0: Yeah. That
2: was fucking hard.
1: Yeah. Batman the, uh, the second one, yeah, oh, fuck that. Dude, Batman Forever is a broken game. I remember getting one of the kids that got that piece of shit for Christmas when it came out. And you can't get past the first level unless you just figure out this button configuration you have to push in this certain order that there's nowhere in the book or in the game ever. It's fucking uh, I had to fight with Walmart for like two weeks to get my money back for another game. Cause it was broken. <coughs> well, cause like, I was a kid. So they kept trying to say, no, it's just too hard. He's like, he's out, he can't beat it. So now he wants something else. And it was like, no, I'm quite good at video games. This is not possible. And enough people complained. And so then they like started doing refunds for it.
2: Man, I remember, uh, but dude, I remember going to Walmart all the time when I was stuck in a video game and just like going through the strategy guides at Walmart, but mm-hmm. that like that nobody was buying. I mean, a few people were buying them, but a lot of people were just like,
1: they all beat up to hell.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I would go to check out the strategy guides and I would see somebody else who I had a class with and I'd be like, oh, you're playing this game too? And it's like, where are you stuck? And it's like, I'm stuck here. And it's like, oh, dude, you got to do this. Oh, no way. But like, we all had the same idea. We were like, we're going to <laughs> we're going to Walmart to Steal not, the book. not pay for the strategy guide. We're doing those, uh, those buzz balls.
1: Oh gross! <laughs> 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 fucking gross. Well, um, <laughs> have fun. <Yeah>. Uh,
0: <laughs> I fucking hate those things. Um, I've never had one before. I've never had. Uh, one we
1: before. got. I got them one year as a for a white elephant gift. It was uh, <laughs> fuck sucked. So it was like it. it was one of those things. That it was like it sucked because it was also a reminder of like that kind of drinking. For, in my life was over with where it was like you could just whatever dude it's alcohol fucking yeah. drink at your party and it's like no you now are at the age where if you drink the wrong thing it's your night's over and fucking 10 15 yeah and uh so it was uh, we had a we had the the missouri lounge christmas party yeah. and we could do a bit we did like a big potluck and then we do like a white elephant party or a, you know a white elephant exchange and um somebody came and like was like did the like you know which we, and we, it's like Usually we bring extra gifts so people don't have to like, you know, be feel left out. But uh, someone came and did like the last minute liquor store run where they just grabbed a bunch of stuff off the shelf and out of the cold box. And it was like every flavor of buzz balls. And I was standing there and I had, it was the year that that like uh, the the fucking Chewbacca mask and gun had come out where you wear the mask. And then like you open your mouth and it talks like Chewbacca. I had gotten that. And the one, it was like, I was like, I was like triumphantly holding it over my head. And then there was like, wait, there's one more name in the hat. And we pulled it out, and the girl goes, I want to – And this is like – I remember her. she goes, I'm trading with Sean. And I'm like, fuck. And, like, took the Chewbacca with me and handed me this fucking crusty liquor store bag full, like, full of buzz balls. And I was just like, fuck my life. And then, (laughs) like, and I was like – "Well," And then, like, Liz and I were like, fuck, we got to try and drink them. So we put them in the fridge to get them cold. And we both cracked open, I think, whichever one we thought would taste the best. And it was, like, putting – nail polish remover into our mouths like Uh. before we could even get it to our mouths though our noses were like "Ah," and our eyes started watering and like we aged five years (laughs) so yeah buzz balls they're rough